Hi, it's Dave here. I'm not with my wife, Kathy right now. I'm with my friend, Andrew. Hello. Uh, whose uh, dulcet South African tones you might recognize from our Fifty Shades uh, Darker <laughs> review. Was that the, what was it called? Uh, Fifty Shades Freed. Freed. Dave. Oh, Freed. that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whichever one, the sexy one. The one that was really sexy. Remember like that? really, really sexy. <laughs> it was the one that we got to watch with four other male compatriots. <laughs> yes. So go back. That's about, I don't know, 30 or 40 episodes ago. Uh, Valentine's Day, I think. Valentine's I'm pretty sure it was it's around Valentine's Day, which memory. made it even worse. Is it, do you remember because specifically because you ditched your wife that night? <laughs> yeah, just like I ditched her tonight us. and gave you yes, the extra ticket for this. I know. I'm so sorry. Sorry, Christine. I'm sorry, Christine. Um, I, uh, Andrew invited me to the what looks like the London premiere. It of, does um, look like the premiere. So we're sitting across from the BFI in London and... It's basically a red carpet event. I've just seen uh, Paul Frigg come up in a little Merck. Feig, I think it's named. Feig. Yeah. Yeah. You don't just go adding letters into the man's name. <laughs> We're a professional So director podcast, has Andrew. arrived. <laughs> <laughs> And we're waiting for the other actors to arrive, I presume. I guess. This, I mean, we sound ill-informed because we are ill-informed. We didn't realise we were coming to the premiere. <laughs> yeah, I'm in my jeans and trainers. Yeah, uh, yeah, we would have worn tuxedos otherwise. Because I presume they're going to invite us down to the red carpet tied, in yeah. a second, are they? Mm-hmm. They know. They must recognise the, the Cinemile. Cinemile's here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's the guys with the Cinemile! <laughs> His wife looks different in real life. <laughs> Um, so we still haven't mentioned the name of the movie we're saying it's called A Simple Favour uh, and neither of us know anything about it no and that's that's why I'm really excited about it because I literally have no idea what to expect it's the best way to see a movie these days uh-huh. because well, trailers spoil everything yeah I know you're not a fan of seeing trailers of no. watching trailers before you go watch the film so, but this is why I'm really intrigued to see this one because I literally have no idea what to expect especially from the director in this one because he's very his films are very comedy based and uh, I have seen the trailer for this one it's not a comedy and it tell. doesn't look like a comedy at all it's a thr- sort of a thr- thriller it's is a it? noir thriller yeah. so I'm I'm really intrigued and it stars Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively yep who may or may not be here but I have just seen Stanley Tucci walk past and I have no is idea Stanley whether <laughs> No you idea. Don't know. I have no idea. Are you sure you just wasn't just a bald guy? <laughs> <laughs> well, oh people God. are getting selfies with him. Oh my so God, it's he Patrick must Stewart. Be famous. <laughs> is his wife an actress? I don't know. I don't know why he's here. Maybe he is in it. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we're going to try and grab Stanley Tucci for an interview. This is afterwards. how much we know about the film <laughs> we're seeing. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's head into this thing. We're, we're going to go walk the red carpet now. I do consider Emily my best friend. She is this wonderful, elegant person. Quand j'étais petite, je taisais comme une fleur. She is an enigma, my wife. You can get closer, you never quite reach her. J'adorais les mythes, mais tous ces mots me faisaient peur. Everybody has a dark side. Some of us are better at hiding it than others. J'adore mon poisson rouge. Five days ago, Emily went missing. I'm realizing I don't know her as well as I thought I did. 
All right, we're out. We've just seen a, a simple favour at the UK premiere, which we didn't realise was, was the, the premiere. premiere. No. <laughs> we were just like, let's go to this thing <laughs> on a Monday night. Well, it wasn't too bad seeing Blake Lively and Anna Kendrick in the flesh. Yeah, and Paul Feig, they were all there up on stage yeah. telling us all about their movie. Uh, and now we're walking along the South Bank, the glamorous London South Bank, so after romantic. accidentally going to a red carpet premiere. <laughs> this is the kind of lives we lead, you know? <laughs> Anything um, can happen in London. Yeah, and, oh, and Stanley Tucci, uh, update on the Stanley Tucci yeah. um, saga. He established he's not in the film. No, <laughs> at, at all. He was just walking around and... Yeah, it was him. You were right. In. Yeah, but it was him. Yeah. He was just, just there. He was just at the BFI, just hanging around, doing, no a, doing a bit of Tucci. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, a simple favour. Neither of us knew anything about it. Um, now we know all about it because we saw it. Um, I would just say, what what is it? I, uh, it's kind of a. It's kind of confusing as a genre. Exactly, and this is my fundamental kind of problem with it. It's yeah. it kind of Paul Feig came out and introduced it to us as a, as a thriller, Hitchcock. and I think. Hitchcock, he mentioned... Yeah. Well, that was a bad idea to mention Hitchcock. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, so. He, you know, he shouldn't have summoned Hitchcock's name, really. <laughs> um, he kind of... Yeah, he did say Hitchcock is an influence. And did the movie, looking at the plot synopsis on IMDb, it's billed as a thriller. Uh, it kind of wants to be a thriller. And he deliberately, Paul Feig, said to us, this isn't a comedy. He didn't make it as a comedy. He didn't want it to be a comedy. There are funny bits, but it's not. There are no jokes. It's behavioural comedy, is what he said. But I disagree with him. I think yeah. this is an out-and-out comedy. It feels like a Paul Fee comedy. Anna Kendrick is very funny in this. Blake Lively's quite f- playing comedy largely. Um, everyone's being funny. All the side characters are comedy, just comedy characters. Yeah, it's 100% a comedy. I mean, even the... Well, I don't want to give it away too much in the beginning, but even those scenes where you would expect it to be a little bit more dark, a little bit more somber, there's heavy doses of uh, of comedy in there. So 100% a comedy for me, which is definitely not what I was expecting. No, and that's not, not necessarily a bad thing, but I personally found it jarring because I think well we we were expect well we weren't expecting anything to start but then Paul Feig came on stage and said <laughs> it's not a comedy so then I was like oh it's not a comedy and then it um it starts with a very sort of stylish uh sort of film noir opening which I thought was great does, like the opening, opening credits, credits were awesome yeah very cool and and probably the most stylish and inventive part of the movie because yeah. the rest of it was just a bit sort of melodrama. Yeah, and straight from the beginning, it was there were generous doses of comedy. I think the first scene was uh, in a school, and just the banter between the the parents at the school, and and that's when I started getting a little worried. That's when I started thinking, okay, hold on, it's maybe this isn't really a thriller because this does look like your kind of I don't want to say paint by numbers comedy, but it. Re- it pretty much was at the end of the day with a bit of thriller thrown in there yeah it's 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 a it's a comedy with some uh typical thriller trappings is what it is um and but the problem is that those thriller the thriller bits don't work because as you said they're undercut by because they keep injecting comedy in there so it takes you right out of it um to the point where we'll get to it on spoiler street in a minute but the 
when when the movie wants you to be really committed and it starts to get really serious as to what's really going on it kind of just becomes a farce yeah it breaks up the tension a little bit the comedy unfortunately for me at least I think I was hoping I was going in hoping that I would see a little bit more of a uh, a gone girl type of thriller where it was a little bit more dark and that's what I was excited about seeing on this one the director is he's well known for all the comedies he's done so he directed Bridesmaids he directed uh, the latest Ghostbusters I mean he's pretty much responsible for Melissa McCarthy's uh, career in Hollywood right now and if you know Melissa McCarthy's films you'll know what I'm talking about in the sense that he's very uh, comedy driven so I was kind of hoping to see a dark side and that's what intrigued me about this film so much and I think I just ended up getting what I would have expected had you just mentioned his name. But I'm, it was I'm with you. The, being billed as a thriller, I thought, ooh, okay, there must be something a little bit different about this one. And for me, it, I enjoyed it as a comedy. Yeah, and you're right, because don't if you're going to see this... And firstly, I, don't, I thought it was okay. I was totally yeah, fine. Nothing wrong with it. I enjoyed no. it as a comedy. Yeah, it and, was uh, very funny. And if you go in, go in expecting a Paul Feig comedy, because... He hasn't really been able to escape his his own style um, because it's it very much just feels like that. And maybe it's a little bit tighter because it's got a tighter script and plot, but it feels like that loose comedy trappings of the actors are having fun and everyone seems to be having great fun. There's, I'd say there's a lot of ad-libbing here. Anna Kendrick certainly and Blake Lively were playing off each other quite well. Yeah, I, thought, I, I enjoyed all their scenes. Yep. Um, Anna Kendrick in particular was just very enjoyable as an uptight mother. Uh, they played all their conventions very well. So the characters are kind of fun. Um, but yeah, it's a, you, you know, you, you've also mentioned Gone Girl, which I kept thinking of throughout this because you, it's very hard not to compare it to that. Yeah. Especially when it's so recent. Especially with the twists at the end too. Yeah, exactly. And they're, they're, it's all very... It's all right. Well, so let's turn on to Spoiler Street now. Okay. I think we've we got to get into quickly. the nitty gritties. Would I mean? Would you? I think we kind of said our piece. It goes. It's fine. It, I thought it was totally fine. It's good. It's, it's funny. I enjoyed it. It wasn't quite what I was hoping it would be, but I still had fun with it. It's too long as well, though. It is too long. I thought it was. It was, it was fifteen twenty minutes and a plot twist or two too long. <laughs> yeah, I felt exactly. Like didn't, there are quite a few little twists which I'm sure we'll get into and. I felt like they perhaps didn't need all of them. No, I wanted to just... I wanted to go in t- with the editor and just, like, say, <laughs> take this whole bit out. Take that... Not trim necessary. This back. Yeah, I would have loved to do that. Finished it 15, 20 minutes earlier, and it actually would have been... Much nice tighter. little bundle. The end nice was exhausting. Part. The last 20 minutes was just like, yeah. oh... Yeah, it you know, made and you're just it a like, little bit too... Go home now. Made a little bit too paint-by-numbers Hollywood... There's extra 15, 20 minutes. There were so many numbers. They went up to 150 <laughs> with all the numbers they were painting. All right, so we're, we're turning on to the... Um, there's a, there's a, not many people know this, but there's a spoiler section of South Bank. It's, um, it's just past the National Theatre. <laughs> uh, and that's, it's basically anyone can come here and spoil any movie you like. So just so be, just go be careful. It. Yeah, any movies, any other movies you'd like to spoil here <laughs> for the people? <laughs> Well, have you seen this movie Six Sense? I was going to say, any time anyone says thinks about a spoiler of a movie, it's the one that comes to mind. It's 100%. the only one I could think of just now as well. Yeah. Do you know what? I watched uh, another movie the other day, um, Shutter Island. 
And oh yeah, he was a ghost. Spoiler all the time. in that one. Yeah, he was a ghost yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he also saw dead people. <laughs> that was. I liked Shutter Island. A lot of, a lot of people I didn't. I did, but when you know the twist, oh, it doesn't it's not quite as good watching oh, really? it the second time around. But here's the thing, right? With that though, Shutter, Shutter Island. I, I don't know why we're talking about Shutter Island now, <laughs> yeah. but I'm going to try and draw us back to a simple favor. Shutter Island. Let's find a common connection here. Yeah. I've got. I've got it. I've got it, Andrew. I think so. So yeah, yeah. that's. It's interesting you say that because even watching it while well, knowing what it's about, I think there's probably still a lot to appreciate there because Martin Scorsese is a very stylish uh, director, and that movie's got like atmosphere, isn't it? It's yeah. grimy and and uh, moody and atmospheric, and I think all of those things were lacking here. There was no atmosphere no. in this movie. Everything's very bright and plain. Mm-hmm. There's I really suburban, suburban, yeah. But actually, when you look at I hate to draw it back to Gone Girl because it's not really a fair comparison but but we'll get to the plot similarities because they're f- effectively the same movie um, but David Fincher brought did suburbia and there and he made it very claustrophobic and um, it was the same kind of house rich white rich houses but they were f- creepy and um close and empty yes whereas this has just felt colourful and vibrant and but there's no Paul Feig doesn't really have a a very strong sort of visual flair and he doesn't he didn't he said Hitchcock and he didn't give us any suspense there was no it was just scene here's a scene here's a scene here's a scene completely so it was stylish though I mean there was I did enjoy kind of the styling in it and I think Maybe we're perhaps not the right target audience for it. I, I feel like. Yeah, well, do you think Kathy would enjoy this film? Good question. I was trying to. I was trying to figure that out throughout this, and I. I don't know. Is the answer. Um, I, I mean, there's a lot of you know, uh, Blake Lively dressed in Rolf Lauren or whatever it may be, and oh, and you think just women are just interested in fashion, <laughs> Andrew? Oh, she's going to murder you when she hears this. No, no, no. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> no, this isn't coming out. This is all staying in. But, uh, I mean, even the, even the detective was... He did not he look was like wearing lovely clothes, I mean, he wasn't was, he? Exactly. He was wearing a lovely one-two-piece suit. Exactly. So I think it was, it was a little bit stylish in that sense. To be fair, okay, and, and we're, being, we're being a bit uh, facetious here about the fashion thing. But there actually is some great fashion in this movie. I don't really, uh, I'm not, not really into it myself personally. But all the outfits Blake Lively were, were wearing were pretty like cool and impressive. A lot of pantsuits. Yeah. Right. She yep. was rocking the pantsuit. She was, she was rocking a pantsuit on stage <laughs> for us she was as well. Too. Um, Whereas Anna Kendrick was just in a t-shirt and skirt. Yeah. And but yeah. they had they had fun with that. You know, there's a lot of jokes. There was quite a, a funny. Um, Scene with uh, in a with her fashion guru boss, uh, which I quite enjoyed. Um, but it's all like it's all just silly throwaway comedy. It doesn't. The problem is this it movie is. doesn't really amount to much uh, when when you take out the plot. It's just a, a series uh, like a, a lot of scenarios. Mm-hmm. Should we get into the spoilers? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So the fact that she was a twin was like no surprise at all right no. that was like the most obvious no. thing I saw mommy in the playground today yeah. well it's either a ghost or she has a twin um, <laughs> <laughs> definitely wasn't going to be a ghost no no so I just thought that was like oh now to be fair I wasn't I, most of the time I was thinking 
Anna Kendrick did all this. It did seem like that, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, do you know what? The first three quarters of film, I actually... I, wa- I don't want to say I was on the edge of my seat, but I did want to know what was going to happen next. You were about halfway... You were about halfway through your seat. <laughs> about halfway Where, you through my like, seat, yeah. You were I mean, com- seated, you were seated comfortably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds really uncomfortable, actually. So you were kind I of did, twisted. I did want to know to what side. happened next. So, I mean, it did keep me engaged. Um... Perhaps not in the way I was expecting it to, but at least uh, he did keep us uh, wanting to know what was going to happen next. Yeah, I agree. I, most of the time, um, I was thinking, I was trying to piece it together. My mind was actively engaged with it, and they fed us enough clues or breadcrumbs, as they, as they say in the movie, that I was, I was trying to map it out in my head. So I guess that means I was engaged with it. However, I wasn't like gripped I was never gripped I was, I was like you know it was like and I was never felt that sense of tension like you get you, like you got with um, in uh, Gone Girl yeah again it's just how, how fucking um, no uh, no spoilers uh, I won't talk about Gone Girl but the, the, the <laughs> there's a character in that uh, who's a very primary character who's pretty fucking terrifying um, and it felt like they were trying something similar with the Blake Lively with Blake Lively just being a little bit psychotic and you never really knew what was going to happen I almost feel like it would have ended differently if they they hadn't spoon fed you anything at the end if they just left it on a little bit of a cliffhanger as to okay so perhaps just let the audience decide what happened if they'd cut it off 20 minutes before the end it was, certainly would have been more interesting <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it would be satisfying because then I'd just be like well, what happened not. well perhaps not leaving you completely in the dark it definitely would have I think you're right the last 20 minutes were just like wasn't pretty necessary. stupid yeah there was just like here's <laughs> basically here's the answers we got that 20 minutes before the end and then the last 20 minutes were them just trying to another outplay twist. each other yeah He's like, and now I'm going to double cross you and triple yeah. cross you. And yeah, Anna Kendrick coming in and shooting the husband was, I mean. That kind of got me, though, to be fair. No. I thought, no, no, I thought well, uh, um, the double twist on that got me. So I, when she shot him, I thought, all oh, right, it's all no, stages, recording. And then uh, Blake Lively was one step ahead of them. So I quite liked that. True. But then they just did the thing again. Uh, they were like, "Ah, I'm secretly recording it all." <laughs> I mean, that, that's just <laughs> it's like so lame. Also, on the vlog thing, the they ne- they didn't establish that well enough at all that her vlog had gone viral because of the the missing mm, case. They didn't mention did you get that? that? At all, no, 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 they mentioned it in the last 15 minutes. Just like, thanks for making my vlog go viral. I have a million subscribers now. It's like what? <laughs> just assumed you were making this for like 20 people. Very. Uh, was she in her back in her house? I thought they sold her house, and then in the end, when she's doing those vlogs, that wasn't from the new house. <gasps> yes, she back in her house, but she sold her house. I don't get that continuity error. Andrew, anyway. you just you just unraveled this whole thing. <laughs> Doesn't hold up. Come on, Paul. <laughs> um. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to. What else um, to say? Do you know what? I, I, I did enjoy it. It had generous amounts of comedy. It had little twists in it. One too many twists, as we've obviously established. But I think it was, you know, if you want to know whether to go see it, I'd say go see it. I think you'd enjoy it. I'd but say watch it at don't home. Expect, don't expect Hitchcock. No, no. Don't expect Hitchcock. Paul, why did you go up there and mention I, Hitchcock? I don't know. I feel bad for the guy because he seems like a very nice... 
They've guy. They've done very well at concealing what this movie is actually about. And, yeah. you know, maybe that's why I, th- I believe it's doing very well in the box office. But obviously it hasn't, you know, tonight was the premiere here, but it, it did open a few days ago in the US, and I believe it is doing pretty well. And maybe it's just that mystery behind it. Maybe well, he, it is he the was fact that it's just been billed as something that it's, we clearly don't feel it is. But it's, it's clearly working. People want to go see it. Yeah, that's a fair point. It's probably the marketing's fault. But I don't know, is it the marketing's fault or is it just the director has the wrong impression? He, what, he thinks he made something else, I think, is the problem. Or at least what he intended to make, yeah. he couldn't help but turn it into a comedy. He's like, he's like someone who just... Uh, even on stage, like he, he's like falling and making dad jokes and <laughs> all this like preening that's kind what of he stuff. knows he can't that's help he it knows. he just yeah he's well known for making films that are sort of for the outsiders for i mean he was the creator of uh, freaks and geeks i believe yeah so he's just you know that's what he does and he obviously feels he's made something very different i suppose it is different for him but there's perhaps too much of him in the film and he, he didn't quite. It wasn't quite the breakaway, no. sort of uh, no. right angle turn. I think he was hoping for, or he built it as. And it's interesting because that's what you said attracted you to this, and it's what I think would have been really interesting I to was, see. Yeah, I really wanted to see the dark side of him. Yeah, no, I don't think we. Well, really maybe there saw is that. no dark side. He just no, seems like too nice just a guy, a fun, right? Lovable geek. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we'll leave it there. Uh, we're gonna. But Anna Kendrick does look a lot like Kathy. Oh, it's funny you mentioned that, um, because Kathy asked us to bring that up on the podcast, and I told you to, to shoehorn it in somehow, and I think we've pretty naturally done it. What Just do you think? slipped it in there before the end. <laughs> so organic. Uh, yeah, no, Kathy couldn't make it, but she said to say two things. What, number one, um, she loves Blake Lively so, so much, mm, and I think doesn't. she's going to be very disappointed when she finds out she was here tonight. Um, because none of us knew that. No. Nope. <laughs> uh, number two, she she wanted to t- let everyone know that um, people always tell her that she looks like Anna Kendrick. Um, and well, I, do, I don't know what more, what more I have to say I've about that. I've got to it's go fact. home now and, and tell my wife that uh, we got to see Blake Lively and Anna Kendrick and I gave the ticket to Dave <laughs> instead of her. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to be popular. <laughs> She's not going to like you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll leave it there. Andrew, thanks again for coming on. Cheers, Dave. Uh, please subscribe to us at the Cinemile. Uh, if this is your first time listening to us, because uh, I know we've had a lot of new subscribers lately, um, I probably should have explained the format of this at the top of the show. Well, it's if it's the first time you're listening, <laughs> it's not usually this bad. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Dave usually has better guests. This is a red, red carpet <laughs> premiere. You're our top-notch guest. <laughs> you're my connect, Andrew. You get me into all the... Uh, all the first Your class podcast better be from premieres <laughs> from now on. Better have a red carpet in the background. Uh, but yeah, it's my, it's me and my wife, and we walk home from the movie. I, it's redundant. You're, if, if you've listened through this and you've seen a simple favor and not heard this podcast before, I'm still talking. This is the problem when uh, Kathy's not here. All right, subscribe to us at the Cinemile, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at the Cinemile, thecinemile.com. Um, welcome to all our new fans and. Um, and God bless. <laughs> there we go. That's the that's our new exit. All right, we're gonna go find Stanley Tucci and uh, hang out with him and ask him why the hell he was here. <laughs> what are you doing here, Stanley? You're not even in this movie.